Hello and welcome to Need to Know, your weekly baking podcast covering everything from the hottest trends in entertainment and baking to trusted expertise on your favorite pastime. I'm your co-host Gina Brazau, s'mores obsessed and amateur baker at best. As always, I'm joined by professional chef, cookbook author, and creator of Bigger, Bolder Baking, Gemma Stafford. Hi, Gemma. Hi, Gina. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. We were just saying how it feels like summer over here. It's warm. Yeah. It's been like this since January, you know. LA is a different place for those of you. It's winter. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's so nice. But if you were in Ireland right now and you got a day like this, people, like the beaches would be packed. Really? Yeah. What's the weather like right now there? Is it rainy? Um, I can just give you an overall guess which is it's raining and dark (laughs) yeah nothing quite different no okay so we have a bit of cake we have a few cake topics today which I'm actually really excited about because they're they're questions I don't think we've like delved into before so our first topic on hot from the oven is I saw this article and the title was say goodbye to the bad yellow cake and I was like that's an interesting stance to take but then you think about it the typical like grocery store cake that you get, you're yeah. like running late, you have to go to a birthday party, whatever. You just get like a, a yellow sheet cake. They're never bad, but like they're never great. And this person argued that it's dry, it's rubbery. And I was like, I guess they're right. Like, can you think back of like a delicious yellow cake you've had? I can. Oh, well, yes. Okay. Um, you're the exception. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, let me, let me just tell you, I, okay. I get what, so we often when you, I worked in a bakery when I first moved to the right. US and it was a kind of bakery. It was in a casino in Tahoe. So it wasn't in a casino, in a casino. like so a it, gambling casino, mm-hmm. a bakery. Yeah. So it, it was funny because, so the, it was a bakery. It was two casinos. Okay. And it was a bakery in one, in, in one basement of the casino. And we used to put out food. We used to prepare the food for everybody from Starbucks to the fine dining restaurants, to the buffets, like everything. But everybody would get different types of food depending on what the price point (laughs) was. So the buffet food where you pay, I think I'm saying buffet weird, but um, where you pay $15 a head would get like really cheap bread rolls and like, and they were homemade, but like they were made, um, they, they weren't great. Okay. And the... Uh, Starbucks, like everything that they got was out of frozen packets. Um, we used to make donuts for one restaurant that came out of a box mix or that out of a mix. And we used to do cakes that came out of a mix too. Right. So nothing was like from scratch. Some stuff Some, was that was for the finer, for the yeah, higher. Yeah. So I worked in the bread section. The okay. majority Ooh, of everything yummy. else was pre-made. Wow. But um, for the fine dining restaurants, everything was homemade. So, and I worked in the bread where the majority of breads for all of the establishments was homemade. Oh, that's good. Anyway, my point is, is that they were, I, they are, they used to use uh, dried mixes for donuts, for right. cakes, for anything like that, which is, which is, is pretty, it's low grade. It's not good stuff. You Probably mix it. Stuff I would love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Uh, you mix it with water and mm-hmm. like maybe some eggs and oil and, you know, so like, it's not great. So lots of times what you get in the grocery store is, is just a big old bag that said yellow cake mix on it. And somebody That's behind me. the, st- you know, behind the doors just mixed it and made it a whole pile of yellow cakes. So that's, that's what that's you get. Like, that's what you get. So this is interesting because I'm going to be honest, that's what I get. That's how I make yellow cake a lot of the time. I'm just going to admit that to everyone now. But they were talking about um, you starting with the creaming method 
mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard of this, but beating the butter and sugar together in an electric mixer until it's fluffy and light, then the eggs, and then the liquids and dry ingredients. And they were saying that if you do it in this exact order, mm-hmm. you won't get a rubbery cake. Mm-hmm. But what exactly in, like, what makes a cake rubbery? Like, if someone is trying to avoid a rubbery cake, what should they not do in their baking? There's a few, that's a bit general. So, like, I didn't read the article, so I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say, it's a li- that's a little bit general. Yeah. And uh, not from, just from what you told me. Right. So, rubbery can often be over mixing and beating in flour right um in the united states you have something called cake flour which mm-hmm. is a really soft a very like kind of a finely milled flour that has lower gluten than all-purpose flour so when you're making something like oh. a yellow cake you would always use cake flour to get a softer crumb right and um, that's one thing that you wouldn't get a tougher cake it would give you a softer cake Good to so know. cake flour helps then and if you don't have cake flour in your country, you can make some, because we don't have it in Ireland, right. you can make it using all-purpose flour, uh, one cup of all-purpose flour, adding two tablespoons of corn flour, corn I starch. I love getting all of like, the behind the scenes, how to make it at home. Oh yeah, no, I'm it's full good. of this stuff. I love it. But um, so here's the thing, for the month of April mm-hmm. for the Academy, where it's all about everything cakes. The first recipe. This is so perfect. I know this is perfect this timing. This is perfect. So the first recipe we did is we made a yellow cake from scratch. Okay. Which is a, which you'd think is like a standard cake, but the thing about it is, is that it's really important to know how to do it right. Mm-hmm. And I show in that video the reverse creaming. That's method. what they're talking about. No, yes, they're talking about gonna... creaming methods. Well, he was saying that's what makes it um, rubbery, yeah. but he said he swears by reverse creaming. Oh, so he okay. Yeah. Okay. So the creaming method is what you this would normally so do in okay. Ireland, which is uh, like, and in you know, in England, and it's a lot of basic cakes, and you don't see it here very often. But it's creaming butter and sugar, eggs. Fold in your flour. I feel like that's how I make. That's things. that's kind of generally like yeah. we. I grew up making cakes. Right. Reverse creaming method is a little bit different, but it's funny. It's it's very scientific, and that's why I did it in the academy. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. So you you mix up all your dry ingredients together first. You add in your butter which is kind of room temperature so it's going to easily blend into your flour and then you it. add in a little bit of your liquid and you mix all these huh. together so you wet all of your flour and you kind of like beat it and it it, it kind of is I it almost like kind of contradicts everything that I've been saying and, ev- and every baker says for the last few years which is like you don't beat in flour <laughs> why what what how is this method helping and what happens is by doing the f- the butter in with the flour the dry ingredients first the butter coats the uh, completely coats the flour which inhibits the development of gluten so even though so you're mixing like, it yeah as more than you might normally do uh like for a, a method for making a yellow cake it ends up being softer and then you add in on top of that cake flour things like that and you end up with a much softer cake I have to say it sounds less stressful to did me you too. have any idea I was going to know all that information no about I'm like so method. thrilled because my question was ask Gemma has she heard of this and can she walk us through it so that was perfect I will tell you so I will I will admit that I so I'm used to the creaming method that's what I grew up on right we're, we're big on Victoria sponge and uh, Madeira cakes mm-hmm. things like that those are all done creaming method uh Ami who works with me told me about the reverse creaming method when we were testing recipes for the academy she told me about this she told me the science behind it I researched it I looked into it and it was just like okay this is like really interesting yeah it's it's worth doing a class on this so it was developed 
um, I don't think not that long ago by, um, oh my gosh, oh, I'm going to, I'm not going to get her name right now. I'm not going to say it. It's a very famous, ba- the baker who created the baking Bible. Uh, I'm going to say, I want to say Rosie, but it's not, it's Rosenbaum. Um, my brain is blank right now. Let me see if I can get it. And um, the baking the Bible, baking look Bible. that up. Um, it's not, I'm going to say Rosenbaum. Oh shoot. But anyway, uh, she was the one, there you go. That's oh it. yeah. Rose Levy. Oh, Berenbaum. Ro- yeah. That's it. Rose right. Levy. Yeah. Um, she came up with that method oh, and she is she... famous. So the cake Was Bible. she in the Great British Bake Off? She, as a judge. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's really famous. She was the one who came up with it. And, uh, yeah, so it's really interesting. And I think it sounds less stressful because to me, I hate mixing in the flour and then feeling like I have way too much stuff. Like, so then you get the flour and the butter sort of done first, right? Yeah. So I feel like that to me, I want to start with the most overwhelming part, which is always flour for me. So I like it. Um, quickly before we move on, let's talk frosting. Like what is your favorite kind of frosting with the yellow cake and how would you make that? Because for me, I'm always like, oh, frosting's so easy to make. And then I go to make it, I'm like, this is kind of a lot of work. Like, So um, a few things. So yellow cake is relatively new to me. So okay. like for me, I like yellow cake with like vanilla frosting. Mm-hmm. And really? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have had, like I've had my fair share of Costco supermarket <laughs> sheet cakes at like five-year-old birthday parties. Yeah. Like I've had it yeah. and I've eaten it. And there's something, there's something so like there's something like I don't know something it's about like it you just got more yeah. like you know yeah but um but the, the funny thing that I've only learned recently and this also goes back to Ami Ami is a wealth of knowledge she told me that in the U.S. Mm-hmm. so I know yellow cake and white cake are like your standard cakes but in America a yellow cake is a uh, traditional birthday cake is a yellow cake with chocolate frosting yeah which I found so bizarre Really? It's like so the perfect bizarre. combo to me. But like yellow cake and chocolate, it just made but no vanilla sense and vanilla, to me. I'm like, what? Where's yeah. the pizzazz? Where well, then you put sprinkles fun, on top or something. You know? I don't know. I just found it like I did not grow up with that. Like when wow. I was a kid, we I ordered like a coffee cake for my a coffee yeah or chocolate cake, cake. as a child. <laughs> we would never get chocolate. We'd never get van- like a vanilla cake with chocolate frosting. So oh my gosh, this is like all new to me and. Uh, Ami so Ami told me about it she said it's a great one to do for the academy and we also yeah. did do it a few weeks ago for George's birthday when he turned two oh, yeah. and it was really good but my preference because I didn't grow up with chocolate frosting on yellow White cake, cake yeah. is um is vanilla frosting that is so funny like buttercream but I just I don't know the creamy frostings to me are like I love a good artificial can like a good Oh, they're so special. They're, they're so, so sugary. sugary. Oh, it's they're so just bad, sugar. which is probably why I love it. And then I'm like, what is it? Because a Funfetti is like a vanilla cake, but I'm like, there's something different about Funfetti. I don't know what's in it, but it's The delicious. cake or the frosting? The cake. Well, both are great, but the cake tastes different. Well, the cake is totally different, but all they do is in the factory, they throw sprinkles into one and not in the other. It's crazy, but it tastes it's, so, it's so different. Moist it's so like, much better yeah. and it's colorful and it tastes like almondy a little yes. bit and more vanilla and like it's no sprinkles. I don't like, like there's no way it's just sprinkles, right? Funfetti cake is so much better than mystery. vanilla cake. I would say Funfetti is like my favorite birthday cake. Oh, mine too. No, I, mine too, for sure. My mom used to make these really fun things. Like in classrooms, used to bring in treats for the class. I don't know if they still do that with all the stuff now. But she would take um, those ice cream cones mm-hmm. and she would bake Funfetti cake in them and then frost them. Yeah. And it was it's like such a good dessert. Big Funfetti fan. 
okay, so moving on on how we clean up after cooking. I just saw this as like a quick snippet that we can touch upon. I thought it was interesting. They're talking about how you clean cooling racks. Oh my gosh. I know. But then someone was like, oh my gosh. But I didn't know it was so debated. Someone was like, you can't put it in the dishwasher. Um, and then someone else mentioned a barkeeper's friend. Have you ever tried that? I'm I gonna, love that stuff. Um, we have it here. Um, I don't use it that often. I'll tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you something okay. in complete confidence <laughs> okay. that I don't want you to repeat. I don't wash my cooling racks. Gemma, what? I don't wash my cooling racks. But you're, you're baking how much a day? No, but like they don't get dirty though. I wipe them. I wipe like, them with a tea towel I mean, or something. look, I am not judging you because I don't wash them either. But, you know. I don't know if people really do, do people, wash them. You guys, now I want to know. Tell us if you wash them. There's lots baking. of little crevices. So well, that's like, what they were saying. So they're like, barkeeper's friend, let them soak. I'm like, I'm going to take up my whole sink mm. to soak. I didn't know it was so hotly debated, this whole thing. I don't, no, I'm sorry. I just don't wash. Well, Unless I, they get dirty, dirty, I do wash right. it. But no. Hand wash in, or do you stick it in the water? No, 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 hand wash. Yeah, yeah. But like I used one today, put it back in the cupboard, didn't wash it. I'm with you. I never do. Unless it was covered in chocolate or something. And That's the only time the I would. The thing is, is, I'm like, you know when you get um, straws, like now the metal straws we have and they have those little pipe cleaners things yeah i'm like that's what you would have to use to get all the crevices no, no. life's too short for that i know or like a toothbrush so what do people do then barkeeper's friend barkeeper's friend they soak it um or baking soda mm-hmm. and it's good to know so Gemma doesn't wash her so that means i don't have no, to either. i have to say though <laughs> as I, I, I i've said this before in a lot of mm, mm, I've worked in a lot of kitchens and often in the baker section, not mm-hmm. in the savory section, but right. in the baker's corner, we would reuse trays over and over again. Yeah. That had cookies, that had yeah. like, you know, something that were very time? lightly used. Right. They were very lightly used. We would just replace the paper and use the thing again, and use the tray again. Also, um, in my kitchen... I don't, I reuse paper. I don't always, is this, I should stop talking. No, I'm just laughing because I have a confession that I know you're going to. Oh no. No, I can't really judge you now because of the things I said. We're talking about like, you know, cooling cakes, storing and whatever. And now I'm looking over in Gemma's kitchen and she has some Tupperware with some baked goods in there. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like. What do you do? (laughs) I cannot believe I'm admitting this, but I will make, like I made brownies this week and I just, (laughs) I leave the pan on the, um stove and I just eat out of the pan all week you don't cover it no you don't even cover it. well I fell asleep I you know it's crazy I had tinfoil cut and put next to it and then I fell asleep before I put so uh yeah but they last for like two days I'll eat a whole tray in two days that's probably gross I would it, I would cover yeah. it I, I feel like that's that's so that's very little work like putting the Tupperware is more work yeah. I get that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and at least cover snack Gina. on them, and then like with cookies, I'm like, I'll just leave them there, you know, and I'll go buy the pan. You I'll don't gra- put cookies in a tub? Oh no, I never, literally never, mm. not once. That's a little bit gross. I really, I just like well, walk by the not, kitchen, I'll grab one. <laughs> I mean, just for just for like organization. It's not yeah, really yeah, gross. Yeah, Let I me know. take that back. Just yeah, organizational. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so like what chaotic. does the rest of your place look like? Very if, clean. I'm very really? organized. Yeah, yeah. But then why don't you put those things in, it's just, in a Tupperware? I don't really cook that much, but I bake. So like, you know, there's always a good little treat in, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Lots of baking going on, not, so, not a lot of cooking. So I don't need the oven for much, you know? Okay. So it just stores the baked goods. <laughs> Anyways, that's my confession because now Gem and I have, have each made one. This next topic is honestly pretty jarring and I'm 
gonna be surprised, but also not surprised if you heard of this. It's an article I saw on Bon Appetit. The title is, I added soy sauce mm -hmm. to my brownies out of desperation. Now I'll never bake a batch without it. Look, Gemma's not even flinching. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't heard of this. Okay, so um, Hetty McKinnon's cookbook, To Asia With Love, she has a recipe for flourless soy sauce brownies. Um, and basically, the saltiness from the soy sauce brings the chocolate out. It's like an umami flavor. This person was raving. I read like a whole article just about soy sauce and brownies. And then I was like, I have to try that. It kind of sounds good. It wouldn't be for me. I get it. I get the you rationale get the behind idea. it. I do. I absolutely do. I would never in a million years think, you won't even that. try it? I would try it because, okay, okay. I mean, there's no harm in trying it. Yeah. Uh, I personally won't be doing that. The author did say that you can't, it doesn't taste like soy sauce. No, it tastes like salt. It just tastes like flavor. salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. get that. I get that. Mm, I, I'm, do you know, I, I'm just, I'm kind of funny with stuff like that. You know when people are, didn't we talk like two weeks ago or something yeah. about like putting chilies in your chocolate? Yeah, yeah, we put chilies in brownies. That's what yeah, it was. It's people just, are getting creative with brownies. Like, I just like, brownie was totally fine by itself. It doesn't need any yeah. of these like bells and whistles and chilies but I don't know soy sauce sounds kind of fun. I was really like I think that sounds good though Gina like honestly no, good no 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 by at first glance I was like this is disgusting because I'm picturing like sushi and then I'm getting like a sushi flavor in my mouth you know because like yeah. soy sauce and then I'm like sweet chocolatey it's an odd combo but then listening to this person explain it I was like okay I'm kind of sold I want to try it see the thing about it is a little bit like what you just said yeah it's like one like wasabi when do you have wasabi when you have sushi never you don't have wasabi? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it's wasabi. It's way too hot. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, yeah. But I understand what you're you, saying. You that. associate that with sushi. So yeah. soy sauce is with like a lot of Asian food and like sushi and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I would, if uh, my brain would, I'm just guessing would be like fish or like, you know, sushi when I'm tasting those kinds of flavors, but it's in a brownie. I agree with you, but now I'm like, let's try a wasabi brownie. What's stopping us? We've done chilies. We've uh, you done know what? Sauce. I actually think so. So I, I no no wasabi is a thing. Google that. The wasabi in baking is a thing. Baking brownie. Yeah, it is. No, no, I don't know about a brownie, but just... But you can't say that you would try wasabi and baking, but you won't try soy sauce. Wasabi no, 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 is an no, intense No, no, I didn't say flavor. I would try it. No, no, I'm saying it's another example of it. I wouldn't try that either. I don't see anything baking. Really? Wasabi baking brownies, maybe. Oh my gosh, wasabi and crystallized ginger dark chocolate brownies. Yeah, what? told you. The brownie, what? Panko-crusted wasabi brownies. You guys, maybe you Panko should do- Panko-crusted. Yeah, that sounds oh odd. Oh my Look gosh. At the photo. See, when you, this is when you talk about TikTok stuff. This yeah, is what yeah, that yeah. should be. Maybe you need to do a whole brownie bit where you just go through like the weirdest and try them. It'd be funny if you didn't tell Kevin that there's like a hot chili in one of them and you're like, go try one of my- I just, I like, I just- I'm just not on board with it. The other day... Um, it's an odd combo. Yeah. The other day, somebody sent me an ice cream that was like a really bizarre flavor and I just can't. No. Creams can't. and flavors? No. Well, but you're... Like, I'm really interested to see how you feel, feel about this next one because apparently it's like a tested recipe. Mm -hmm. Mayonnaise cake. I've heard of this. Okay. Okay. So you've heard and of I this. Guess the, 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 I guess the... It makes it softer. Mm -hmm. So basically the history behind it, um, it first appeared in 1927 in the Oakland mm -hmm. Trib Tribune. Then in the 40s, it became more popular during World War II when everything was like being rationed. People yeah. didn't have as much. Um, but then 10 years later, Mrs. Frank Price, who married uh, a salesman for Hellman's, she wanted to like help raise sales. So she pitched the recipe 
And everyone raved about it. I looked up all these recipes and people were saying the best things. Mm-hmm. Mayonnaise to me is the most disgusting Ooh. food in someone's kitchen. I will not take that back. It's gross. I love mayonnaise. It is like, like, no, creaminess just freaks me out. And the thought of having to like, ooh, like my brother was a big mayonnaise guy and I was mustard. So like sometimes our sandwiches for school would get mixed up and I would get the mayonnaise one and I just couldn't eat lunch. I was like, I, I can't eat this. Isn't it to, to you just like too like... I have to say, no, I adore mayonnaise. What? Yeah, I love mayonnaise. I love remoulade sauce. I love tartar sauce. I love like mayonnaise. I love, you know, my favorite tartar part. Tartar I can do. I love what? Um, when you get paella and you get homemade aioli on top. That's my fa- my favorite part of paella is the aioli, the aioli on, top. on top, not the paella. Um, no, I love mayonnaise. But so I've heard of this cake. I haven't actually made it, but it all makes sense. It came, you know, like I said, around the war. And when but eggs and soft. oil were very expensive and yeah. rationed, mayonnaise was cheap. And when you think about it, and, and, and plentiful, so or like more available than those fresh ingredients like eggs. So um, it, may, it made it's perfect so pungent sense. to me that I can't even imagine it burning off in the oven, like the flavor. Don't you think really it has a man- strong flavor? It has a flavor, but I wouldn't think it's strong. But if you don't like it, I'm guessing. But don't you, you would think you strong. could taste it in the cake? Yeah, probably. I'm guessing you would. Is there any other crazy substitute you could use to make a cake soft? Like man, applesauce. So applesauce, yeah, love applesauce. Applesauce is a good replacement. So so the let's um, the so I haven't seen the original recipe for the mayonnaise mm-hmm. cake. I haven't made that, but I'm guessing she doesn't use any eggs or any oil. Yeah, Is that right? I think it was. Let me see. Um, so you can replace eggs and oil with applesauce. You can place yeah, it. It's literally mayonnaise. Oh, God, I can't even look at it, you guys. It, it's like jarring. Mayonnaise cake. Let's see. But you with can replace those with applesauce. You can replace it with, um, depending, like, it, um, it depends on what you're replacing. Is it moisture or is it like the binder? Um. You know, tofu works as eggs. Yeah, no eggs. Yeah. Tofu? Yeah, tofu. Are you kidding? It's, a, it's an egg substitute. In a cake? I think the texture is um, a little you wonky. Can, there, it, in a cake, yeah, in a cake it works well. In other, you, you couldn't use it in a cookie. But um, there's, <laughs> other, tofu cookie. there's other egg substitutes. Like we have a whole chart. It's one of our most popular posts on the website. Um, Let me see. Yogurt. Sour cream is a good one for an egg substitute. Sour cream, no. No, no, no. Same thing. Do you not like sour cream? Just cream. Like, I can barely eat ice cream. It's like... Are you serious? I Yeah. Like, I like a good Jenny's vegan ice cream, you know? Yeah. But just the creaminess. Oh. All right. We've got... We had some fun hot from the oven topics today. Um, I'm going to transition over to grain of salt, but I do have, like, one fun trivia question, and I'm interested to see if you can get it. No, Okay. I can't see anyone. Anyway. The first one is just... Yes or no? The, which we've already talked about this today. So the creaming method is the best method for high fat cakes. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So yes. This next one's fun. How many Hershey kisses do you think are made in a day? Oh, um, I like five million. 80 million. Oh my Isn't gosh. Who's eating all of those? 80 million Hershey kisses. I mean, I eat a... Do you eat those? Have you ever had hot cocoa Hershey Kisses? No. Oh, they're gone for the season. Next season, I'm bringing you some. It is like 
Oh, I bet George would love them too. So they're little Hershey kisses and yeah. inside of them is like a marshmallowy, soft, gooey center. Oh, I kind of like the sounds of that part, mm-hmm. but not the... You don't... No, yeah, I'm, you're not. I you're well, not I grew up, candy. Yeah. No, I, I, I grew up on Mars. Oh, so like a Mars bar. Mars bar, yeah. Snickers, Milky Ways. We don't have Hershey's. So this taste of Hershey's chocolate to me, it, it was when we came here as kids to go on vacation, we would have the chocolate and we would, we just were like, what is this? It doesn't taste anything like our, like our chocolate. More sugary? It's, I just feel like the Hershey's has a distinct flavor. Tama's <laughs> not a fan. No, I just kind of think it tastes like cheese a little bit. Cheese? Yeah, I do. Don't say that. <laughs> I eat like a bag. I ate two Snickers on the way here also. Oh, no, but the, so his Snickers are aren't Hershey's. No, no, they're though. not Hershey's. Hershey's. Yeah. But no, no, no. But I'm not saying that the chocolate I grew up on was fantastic, but it was just what it I was, was used different. to. So would you bake with like, like Godiva makes really good chocolate chip cookies? I don't know if you chips. bake with Godiva though. I don't know if that's a baking chocolate. Hershey's is also Hershey's not a baking chocolate. For like, but your chocolate chip cookie. What's your chocolate chip of choice? Gemma probably like makes them. <laughs> I may I I use bittersweet chocolate. I buy a bar. So oh my gosh, Ghirardelli. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Ghirardelli, yeah. not Godiva. Yeah, Ghirardelli. And Ghirardelli makes baking chocolate. And you you cut it up and you make your own chunks. Because mm-hmm. oh, then you good. get big bits and small bits. Yeah, oh God. And also, if you do chocolate bar instead of chocolate chips, and I've got an article about this on the website, that um you get those lovely big pools of chocolate and the bakery style cookies where if you use chips, they don't melt. No. This last one is really funny, but I just wanted to see your opinion. So, you know, some people like raw eggs are a thing. Someone I saw online had asked raw eggs will make you sick. It was like a a yes or no online. And now I'm interested because some people eat them. Yeah. Um, Can I ask, where was this question asked? I saw it in baking trivia. And I was like, this is interesting. So like, it's, it's, what, mm, it's, that's a very, so if you had eggs that were sitting out of the fridge for 60 days. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's going to make you sick. Yeah. Um, what if if it's like past, like, cause sometimes I'll have like a pack of eggs in the fridge and it's like a week past. Mm, I'm not, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to comment on that because (laughs) that it depends. So like, here's what you can do. Like that's, um, it's a very general question, a very yeah. statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Raw eggs will make you sick. That's not, absolutely not always the case. My recommendation is buy good quality eggs that okay. were raised, like that were like well raised. And I'm not talking about just organic eggs, like just buy cage free, okay. like um, maybe like hormone free uh, eggs that had a good diet, vegetarian diet uh, and buy them fresh. Mm. Keep them in your fridge. Mm-hmm until you're ready and then if you're going to bake with them take them out in advance and let them get to room temperature or whatever but like keep them in your fridge don't keep eggs putting them in and out of your fridge cold to hot just don't do that because that will make them go bad and then um just buy as good eggs as you can that's and also if you run out we went over things today that you could replace it with yeah mayonnaise tofu applesauce it's just like you know just that's all i can say to you and then smart about it be smart about it and then also um when there's telltale signs for when you can know an egg. If you crack open an egg and the yolk breaks straight away, you should probably throw out that oh, well, egg. Well, I'm learning a lot from this. Yeah, because okay. it's 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 old. The yeah. the I don't know what it's called, but the um the kind of sack, this is not the right terminology, <laughs> that the yolk is in, uh-huh. is, it's old and it's thin. Right. So if you crack open an egg and the yolk breaks straight away, 
don't use that egg. It's it's old and it shouldn't be eaten. If you crack open an egg and the white is really runny and watery and just kind of loose all over the plate, don't use that egg. Okay. Wow, this um, was really informational. Yeah, and if there's any I smell of the and that's even even if there's not a smell and you see those things, don't use it. Don't you just don't use it. Just okay. don't. Okay. Good to know. You know the problem with me is I crack the eggs directly into the recipe. Bowl. I have to say though, I am guilty of doing that. Yeah. But then I've, I've like scooped an egg out before. Mm-hmm. So it can be done. We're going to round off this episode with three Ask Gemmas from you guys. Our first one is from Byron on YouTube. They would like to know. That's do Byron you- Chandler. Oh, yeah. I love that. You know, okay. Do you recommend white or dark chocolate for donut glazes? Kind of depends on what type of donut. Dark chocolate's my favorite. I'm just not that I was dark chocolate. Also, I'll tell you, Byron, a white chocolate's trickier to work with. So I would say dark chocolate, and then also for glazes for donuts, I often make them with cocoa powder and sometimes with no chocolate. So you get this like kind of fudgy texture. It's it's different, but it's really nice. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, Praise on YouTube also has a donut question. They are saying I'm a new subscriber. Watch some of your donut videos. Is there a reason why you use warm milk when making your donuts? Yeah. Yeast loves, yeast is a living thing. Can you hear George's little runner squeaking yeah. around the place? Um, yeast is a living thing. And so just like us, it needs, you don't like yeast? No, I just keep thinking of your starter in the fridge. Yeah. Gemma has a sourdough like yeast ball in her fridge. It's, it's, it's not, it, it's, it's not, too, I can get it back. I can get it, I can bring it back to life. But um, the thing, so it's a living thing, right? Same yes. Dear George's little runners. <laughs> Here we go. Squeaking around. Yeah, these little runners that they're called Aikikis and they squeak every time he walks. <laughs> um, but the, so it's a living thing. So just like us, it yeah. needs to be fed. It needs warmth and it needs love. So you need to feed it sugar, like oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um. It feeds off the the natural yeast in the air. Then you you give it warmth when you're making it. So the the warm your milk it, it gives the yeast a jump start to get like so prepared. Jarring, yeah, and um, it helps it grow. And then you just love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, like take care of it. Like make sure it's in a nice warm spot. Put a towel over it. Talk this is to all, it. This is all normal stuff, Gina. <laughs> Just baking with Gemma. Our last question, um, also from YouTube, from S.P. Marsh. Question specifically pertaining to Cinnabon cinnamon rolls recipe. Is it possible to have the rolls proofed the second time and bake the following day to avoid a mess? And if so, how long should I have it out of the refrigerator before I bake them? You can't have them proofed before they go into the... For this, You can't have them proofed twice the dough twice before it goes into the fridge and that just means like rise like yeah okay so i so i know exactly what she's talking about so she wants to get them prepared the day before so the next day she can just like easily throw them into the fridge the only way you can do that is prepare your rolls um prepare the dough roll it out fill it cut them put them in the pan cover that pan put it in the fridge okay it will proof there overnight in the fridge what you have to do now is the next morning so you've got way less work the next morning, but right. you do have to do, it did proof in the fridge, that's true, but only a little bit. So what you have to do the next day is in the morning, take it out of the fridge, sit it on like, I usually keep it over near the cooker somewhere, 
uh, sit it out and because it's coming cold from the fridge and it's not like a, a room temperature dough it does need a little bit extra time to proof but let it proof again it will it, it proofs then and then you put it into the oven but you can't do that proof and then pop it into the fridge they'll That'll they will wreck, collapse wreck it. it's not right okay. I, it won't it won't work so just um get them into the fridge get all the dirt washing up on all your work done the day before and then yeah. the next day just allocate that time to take them out in advance to proof mm-hmm. then pop them into the oven it's good to know so you can split it there's just science to it yeah you just have to do you do you can't you you i like i know exactly what she's thinking and right. i and, and uh, i get it but unfortunately you just can't do it, it yeah, your yeah. your rolls will collapse and you'll be able to see that on your cinnamon rolls oh and that you need a good like good yummy cinnamon roll mm-hmm. it's like that makes it delicious all right that was our last question for today i think we're all set um as always if you guys have questions feel free to leave them for us on instagram you can find me at gina brazil and you can find me at Gemma underscore stafford on instagram and then also um at bigger boulder baking on all platforms yes thank you so much see you guys next week bye gina bye